and welcome to TMS, the Man Space Podcast, where we are redefining manhood. I'm your host, Kyle Torrey, and listen, this podcast is for men and by men. Yeah, <laughs> for men and by men, but here's the reality, ladies, if you are, are tuning in, listen... Listen, you can peer in, you can pull up a chair because this podcast is made so that you can see what men are dealing with. Because here's the reality. Being a man is pressure. It's pressure. It's one of the greatest weights in our world (laughs) because it's one of the only spaces where there's no training, but all expectations. Uh, Man, and most men are crushed by this weight and we don't deal with it in healthy ways. Majority of the time we spend our time trying to distract ourselves. We try to distract ourselves with work. We try to distract ourselves with success. We try to distract ourselves with uh, with women, with pornography, with trying to kick it. And so the first thing we're going to do on this podcast, man, is we're going to admit to the pressures of being a man. So if you're listening today, listen, I want you to know it's a safe space. You don't have to feel like you're weak. You don't have to feel like you soft. We need a space to be able to say, you know what? Being a man is hard. <laughs> it's a lot of expectations from my family, from my girl, from my job, from my friends, from my, my, my from my mother. Uh, because here's reality. Ain't no class for this. It's a lot of pressure because we haven't been trained on being a man. Like, what does that look like? Right. We didn't, we, didn't, we didn't go to school and, and have a class with a with a curriculum and a syllabus and a book that taught us how to be men. We didn't go through any formal training for this. I think about this all the time, man. Like, you know, we, we was trained in math. We had math every year. Right. I had math from kindergarten all the way to to senior year. Right. I had science from kindergarten to senior year. Right. Even through college, we had all these other subjects. We learned learned about American history. We were trained up in 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 things like even we had home ec classes. Like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a young boy and I'm learning how to cook, but I'm, nobody's teaching me how to be a man. So, yeah, it makes sense that we have pressure. I remember listening one time to a um, to a radio station and for whatever reason, it was this lady, man. She was talking and she was actually talking to other women. And uh, she said, women, give men a break. And I'm like, man, where's she going with this? And she said, she said, listen, let me define manhood for you. So, you know, I was listening. You know, I tuned. I'm like, man, how's she going to what's she finna say? And she said this. Listen, women. Men are every day walking around trying to figure things out, hoping that they're never exposed. I was like, that's it. Like, how does she know? Like, like who brought her behind the curtain? Because that's what a man is. We're out here every day, not being trained, having no, nobody who is meant toward us in this. And we're every day walking out our lives, trying to figure things out, hoping that we're never exposed. Because if we are exposed, then that means we're a failure. <laughs> and that's a weight. That's pressure. Yeah, man, I, uh, I, um, one of the other things I wanted to kind of deal with and, and talk through as men is, is like, like what we missed out on. Nor, most of us didn't have that man in the home, that man who took responsibility to pour into us and to teach us what being a man is, <laughs> who laid out their lives, all their vulnerability, allow us to see their flaws, their mistakes and walk us through all that. No, we sat around and watch a bunch of adult men who were distracted, <laughs> Right. Remember that distraction I was talking about? That's what we learned. And then we labeled it manhood. Seeing men going after women, dudes going after having nice cars and all these things, trying to get the job or selling the drugs or doing whatever. And we labeled it in our culture as manhood. But that's not manhood. But listen, man, like like 
yeah, we should have had those fathers in the home, those grandfathers and those uncles who who walked us through what it looked like. But listen, I don't want to I don't want to. I think we've spent too much time in our culture, especially in black culture, beating up on black men. That is not what this podcast is about. Like we don't we, we 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 have we have grown from that. Yeah, we know the issues. We know the fatherlessness. We know the the single parent homes. We understand that. But here's the reality. Most of those men didn't have anybody to teach them how to be a man. Right. So it's you can't have an expectation of somebody to achieve or be good at something when they've never had any experience. <laughs> they've never had any training. They never had anybody walk them through what it looks like. They were just going about life, trying to figure things out, hoping that they were never exposed. <laughs> I'm not a person who likes to just talk about problems. We got enough podcasts. We got enough media. We got enough IG Facebook where we're talking about problems. I'm all about solutions. I'll call them solutions, things that are going to be that are going to affect your soul, things that are going to going to transform you. And this podcast is going to be about talking and bringing up and dealing with and hearing from other men about things that have worked, things that have have made changes in their lives. Again, we're going to call them solutions. And so uh, I want to deal a little bit with this home and what it what we need in our homes, even if it's not your particular home, even if you got a young dude who you and his life or a nephew or somebody, we have to start taking responsibility for teaching young boys and young men on how to be men. Right. Showing them and modeling it for them. And I'm not talking about just being in their lives and being present. <laughs> I remember being in the mall one time and uh, uh, this lady stopped me and I was with my kids. Now, listen, I went into the mall to grab me something for myself. I was going in, there, I think, to grab a shirt or something because somewhere I was finna go. I was with my kids. Right. So I brought my kids in the mall and I remember this lady stopped me and she was like, man, are you with your children? She was like, oh, your children are so cute. She was like, oh, they look, you know, maybe she was flirting. She was like, yeah, they look just like their daddy, right? And she said, you're such a good father. And I remember thinking, this lady don't know nothing about me. Matter of fact, I'm in here running in here not to get them nothing. I'm going in here to get myself something. But she labeled me a good father. Why did she say that? Because the 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 bar has been put so low that just being present is affirmed, <laughs> then don't get me wrong, being present is half the battle. But when you're present, what are you doing with that time? Yeah, with that time, we need to be being intentional. We need to be teaching our young men and these young uh, dudes coming up, we need to be teaching them about, listen, the reality that there are emotional human beings. And so they gotta learn how to deal with emotions. Yeah, that that this life is a lot of pressure and that we got to learn how to win and we got to learn how to lose because that's a reality as a man. You're going to lose some time and it can't be looked at. You can't feel like you're weak because you lost. We got to teach them what it looks like to take responsibility. Let me help you and teach you how to take responsibility. Am I talking about a class? No, but what I am talking about is. You preparing time and what you're going to talk about and how you're going to show them thinking through it and then acting on it, setting aside time to show them these things. Yeah, what does it look like to have discipline? Right. What does it look like to to be a man of your word? What does it look like to handle finances? Right. As men, we got this pressure of that. We need to know how to handle finances. Well, if I've never taken a financial class, <laughs> Or my mother never really brought me in to show me how to pay bills. 
How am I supposed to know what it looks like to handle finances? Right. To start another family where, where I invite a woman into this space to say, hey, I'm I'm go- I'm in a good financial space and I'm going to help to lead us. And we're going to be good partners in how we handle finances. When the reality is I've never been good at, at it because I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know about credit. That's why I got a 500 credit score and took a credit card on a, when I got on my college campus because somebody was willing to give me a, a T-shirt or a water bottle because so I could fill out a, a credit card application and then you're going to give me $1,000, $2,000. Yeah, I'm going to take that $1,000, $2,000 limit. I'm going to go buy me shoes. I'm going to go buy me shirts and I'm going to eat it up at McDonald's and Taco Bell. And now that's why I got a 500 credit score because I don't have a job. I'm a student. Right. So what does it look like not to make those kind of mistakes? (laughs) Teaching our young men as they start to get over what it looks like to be to to handle intimacy and sex. Right. It's a pressure being a man. People expect us when we get married and we're in an intimate relationship that we are experts at this. (laughs) No, we're not. That's why so many men watch porn. They're not only watching it for own personal fulfillment, but also to learn what they're supposed to be doing. But that is a terrible way. It's a toxic way. It's a perverted way of looking at how an intimate relationship is really supposed to play out. But if your if your daddy never sat down with you and talked about that, if you never looked at the female anatomy and had conversations and asked questions and had a space to do that, then how are you supposed to walk into a marriage or in a relationship where intimacy is a part of it and you're supposed to be good at it? You're supposed to achieve. You're supposed to be able to communicate and it's going to be fulfilling. I do a lot of counseling in what I do, man. I sit down with a lot of married folks. I sit down with a lot of couples. And what I often hear when it comes to intimacy, emotional intimacy and sexual intimacy, especially from the women, is that the man thinks he's doing a good job. But when you're talking to the wives or the women, they looking like this. Yeah, they're not fulfilled, but they're not communicating about it because they don't want to break the male ego. <laughs> and the reality is us as men, we got a male ego. And we're doing everything we can in our lives trying to make sure that that egg don't get cracked. It's a it's pressure being a man. Yeah, we're also expected to uh, always know where we're going. You know, I can wrap it up with a word called confidence. Yeah, whenever I talk to um, single women and they talk to me about because I, I actually have this thought, man, I'm, I'm, you know, feel about it how you want. But I'm actually into like you ever seen the movie Hitch with Will Smith? Like I, I, I am that guy. Like I'm always trying to hook up good people. I think it's too many, especially single black women out here and a whole lot of single black men who are being overlooked. But, do you know, the main reason why they're being overlooked is because women have this expectation that men are supposed to be confident. And first thing I tell them is where were they supposed to learn that at? Yeah, they don't they weren't taught to be men. They weren't taught to make good decisions that we just went over it. They weren't taught finances. They weren't taught uh, how to be emotionally uh, uh, available. They weren't taught to be how to be intimate. They weren't taught how to handle uh, business and make decisions. So where's all this confidence supposed to come from? The reality is. Confidence is something that. You receive once you have had a pattern of testing out something that you've learned, right? And then you put it to the test and then you see success. Yes, you might have failed, but you've tried it. You've practiced it. But manhood is the only job where you show up on day one with no experience. 
you got kids, if you got a girl, if you got a wife, if you got a family who's depending on you, but it's the only job where you have no training, but it can affect everybody around you. You talking about pressure, which is why it makes sense why so many men out here are playing. <laughs> we're distracting ourselves because we don't know where we can go to learn how to be the very thing that is expected of us. Again, I tell people all the time, it's got to start somewhere. So this is going to be that space, man. And I'm not somebody that's just talking about manhood. I'm a person who who is all about creating these spaces. So not only do I do a podcast, but I actually got something called Man Cave. Man Cave is something where I do in my city where I, I, I put out an invitation. I tell men to come. And what we're going to do is to go through these things that I've just talked about. Because the reality is you learn how to be a man from other men. It should be it should be passed down and it should be passed around, passed down by those who are older than us and then pass around by our peers with one another's because we're not going to be experts at everything. <laughs> That's one of the issues with man with manhood. We, we try to be experts at everything. You're not going to be an expert at everything. And so I created this space called Man Cave where other men who are good at particular areas or have insight about finances or, or success or how to get a job or, or, or emotional uh, stability and communication. We get together once a month on Mondays and we chop it up. We have somebody share for about 15, 20 minutes and then we get together in groups and we share. We're vulnerable. Listen, men, hear me. We got to have a space where we're vulnerable. Hear me, man. You can't keep going about life with everything all bottled up. We need spaces where we can where we can let our hair down. I know I ain't got no hair, but we need a space where we can let our hair down. Where we can be honest about what we're struggling with. We need to be able to 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 look at another man and not have to worry about that man thinking less of me. Because I tell him that I'm struggling, I'm down, I'm depressed, I'm struggling in my marriage, I'm struggling with being a father, I don't, I, I'm making bad decisions at my job. But we don't have those conversations, we don't let our hair down, we're, hair down. we're not vulnerable because we're afraid that somebody's going to lose respect for us. And, you know, I'm a Christian man, and, and one thing that God talks about is that one of the primary things that men want in life is respect. One thing I love about Christianity is that when I think about in our culture, when we think about Christians, we don't think about manhood. <laughs> when we think about manhood. We think about all other religions like like Muslims or, or five percenters or even nowadays Hebrew Israelites. But actually, the God of the Bible, Christianity, God is a man's man. He talks about me and he said, when I was a kid, I talked like a child. I act like a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. God has talked about us being men. And one of the things he points out is respect. And that's a reality. It plays itself out because men rather be respected than to be loved. Not that we don't want love. But we every day are trying to make sure that we are, are garnering respect, that we're demanding respect, that we are, are managing how people view us. And so because we want to be respected, we don't feel comfortable sharing with another man that I'm not strong in a particular area. And so we need spaces like this. And so, yeah, I created a space called Man Cave where that's what we do. We get in small groups and we chop it up. You know, we cry together. We admit our faults. 
We talk about our successes. We encourage one another. And we're better for it. It's been life changing for me. It's been life changing for the men in the group. And so one thing we're going to do on this podcast, not only am I going to have 15, 20 minutes where I chop it up and get with y'all, but I'm going to invite other men in this space because this, again, manhood needs to be passed down and passed around. This space is going to be for men and by men because it's got to start somewhere. So listen, tune in because we all need this space. Man Space Podcast, Episode 1.